Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, is a new movie out now on Netflix, written and directed by Alejandro Iñárritu, a, a director that's done some amazing films that visually... I think he pushes the limits of, not limits, but he definitely pushes the art form of film uh, when he does a movie. Uh, Recent or popular films from him uh, are The Revenant, obviously, great movie. I think the the movie that got Leonardo DiCaprio his, his Oscar finally. Uh, a great movie that's that's filmed in like seemingly one take beautiful film also movies like uh birdman or Babel or even uh amaros peros i believe was his first film uh so a great director always willing to try new things when telling uh, a story and this movie is no different uh, I could see how this movie could be polarizing. I would understand why people may not like this movie. I could also see why people may consider this film a masterpiece. Uh, when The Revenant came out, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. I, I thought, I, in my opinion, that's a movie that I think people will look back on and and have even more esteem for it. I think it was fairly well-reviewed. I think... But again, I think the same issues possibly that The Revenant had, criticisms that movie had, or at least things that uh, didn't really allow people to enjoy it as much as maybe they could have, may be uh, applied to this movie in a little bit of a way. But this one, I wasn't, as I was watching this movie, which is not a short movie, it is over two hours long. The runtime on this is two hours and 40 minutes, so not a short movie. However, this year I've watched and reviewed a bunch of Indian films, and a lot of Indian films, the runtime is easily over two hours, sometimes over three. So I've kind of gotten used to watching longer movies. I think runtimes in general for movies has been... uh, there's been a trend of doing over two-hour long movies, which I would say in a lot of cases doesn't necessarily work. In this movie, I would say it's it works, but it is a movie that is very hard was very hard for me to really enjoy because of how confusing it is until the end. There's a moment at the end, towards the end of this film, that completely recontextualizes everything that you've seen, right? So you're over two hours into this movie, kind of confused, not knowing what's going on. Uh, Very dreamlike, very surreal, uh, interesting, unique storytelling, visually amazing, a lot of wide-angle shots, a lot of long takes, as he does in a lot of his movies. So... So much of the beginning or the majority of this movie feels like style over substance, right? There's definitely things, a lot of metaphor, a lot of visual metaphor. I mean, it is very surreal so it, it and dreamlike. And just as dreams are, tend to require some interpretation when finding the meanings of the dreams. 
And I think not only the way this is told and how that relates and feels so much like dreams, like actual literal dreams people would have as they're sleeping, but also the themes of this movie are very much about dreams, following your dreams and and that but also dealing with a lot of other things. But I think because it's so dreamlike and so confusing and kind of hard to understand what you're even watching, because it's almost like this movie is a pathological liar. Like, every scene you see is not a truth. Like, as the title would say, it's the false chronicles of a handful of truths. So there's, like, clearly truth buried beneath this facade of dream and wonder and surrealism that makes so much more sense at the end of this film it it's a, a thing that happens at the end is which i i'm not going to spoil it maybe when i get to that point i'll spoil i i, I definitely going to talk about it later but i'm not going to spoil it yet but there is definitely that moment i feel justifies in my opinion the very disjointed and confusing movie that preceded that event but at the same time makes complete sense that we are given this story in the style we are the story is told in a specific way despite how confusing and 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 you know disjointed quote unquote it may feel how just how dreams can feel, how random events can happen that feel so real, but also aren't depictions of reality, but at the same time referencing real things potentially, or at least communicating real ideas or worries or concerns that the person dreaming may have, regrets. So once you understand what's happening, I fell in love with this movie. Which I would say because of the way it's told and because of, I don't know if I would call it a twist ending, but it is definitely an end that justifies and reframes and gives context to the movie that you had just experienced. I think this rewards repeat viewing. And I surprisingly, like while watching this, I'm like, this is like amazing. This is like one of the most artistic films, right? Especially like surreal, like that surreal nature. In some ways, it visually, it it's like moments from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. How they're very surreal moments when Jim Carrey's character is lost in his mind as these memories are being erased, trying to hide from the technology that's trying to erase his memories how almost dreamlike those moments are. So if you were to take that type of an idea and an aesthetic, uh, storytelling aesthetic, and you were to apply that to uh, a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour-long two movie, two-and-40-minute-long movie, it would be a bit much on its face, despite the fact how absolutely gorgeous. I mean, even if... Even the fact that you, you, you're not necessarily – you're like the struggle to follow along with the plot of this movie is it's almost intentionally not supposed to be followed. Like you're supposed to pick up on the themes of each 
aspect of this movie and then all of those themes and all of the things that you've experienced through watching this movie, how they get rewarded with the explanation. I think that is is an interesting thing to do, but you almost have to just experience this movie. You know, so much of it is is very much like just just like you're experiencing a dream, really, which the way this movie starts is how like it's literally like so much of like there are so many aspects of this movie that are literally moments from dreams I've had. Right. You have dreams that are like so absolutely real. They feel crazy. But the way this opens and I think it's in the trailer as well is it's you see this person. You don't see them. It's like a first person view walking through the desert with the sun behind him so you see the long shadow it's like during sunrise and you see the long shadow in front of this person and they start to run pick up speed and then they jump and seemingly fly and there's so many dreams that i've had where the act of flying right tons of flying dreams i've had some that are different than others like i've had some where you have to like flap your arms like ridiculous Right, dreams can be ridiculous, and there's moments of this that are very ridiculous, very ridiculous, and like there's definitely a, a layer of comedy throughout this movie because of the ridiculous nature of it. But the dream that this starts, or how this movie starts, is like you know picking up speed and jumping, and then seemingly like flying, th- floating through the air. Um, like almost like super jumps instead of flying. And it's it's interesting how accurately Inuritu, in my opinion, is able to capture and realize those that t- type of a dream sequence, but also so many other types of dream sequences. Like when you're like chasing or running away from something in a dream and you go through doors and each doorway takes you into a place that's completely different the place you live is like has aspects that are similar to the real version but there's always little changes involved like i love it i love that despite how confusing it is despite like really feeling lost and it's also it's all in spanish so like reading the subtitles can take away from just experiencing the visual of this so that's another reason why i think i'd like to watch this movie again just so i can appreciate the visuals even more because so much of it and i'm not a fast reader so so much of it i'm like just staring at the lower third of the screen and not really and i watch it on my tv so this is on netflix netflix movie uh but i definitely would have one loved to watch this in like an imax screen or a bit in a theater in general, I think this is a movie that would definitely reward not only repeat viewings, but also large screen. And just, it's just visually amazing. Just like it is a visual journey. You are like going through this surreal, unhinged, dreamlike state for so much of this movie. And the themes that it discusses, I really appreciate i mean our main character is somebody who comes from journalism but is trying to express himself more artistically doing documentaries he's supposed to be given an award uh, for his documentary filmmaking that he's done 
But he's also somebody, like many artists, suffer from imposter syndrome. Is one of the main themes. Uh, there's a great line that his wife tells him that he he's becoming the thing he thinks other people think of him. Right, His assumption of how the people around him perceive him, he is becoming that, which is not like he thinks people perceive him as some like stuck up, uh, like pretentious artist type, which he is not. He is massively insecure and his the way he's acting that makes them feel that way as far as like flaking on things, not showing up to things like losing connection with people in so much of that is in reaction to his insecurities, but he feels that people around him are taking it as he's like above them or looking down on them, which I think it's beautiful. I think the, uh, that kind of theme is very interesting. Something I definitely relate to. There's also this theme, uh, this moment where he's speaking to his dad. It's like this crazy scene. He's in a bathroom and he sees his dad, who's no longer alive, but he sees his dad. Everything's like everything's crazy in this movie, right? Dream. Just like, just know watching this movie, you're going to be in somebody's dream or like it's told as a dream and expect what you would expect from a dream. And he's in this bathroom, he sees his dad, and they're like talking. And then all of a sudden, he's a boy, but with his adult head on him, right? Uh, and one of the things his dad says, in reference to success is just like swirl success around in your mouth and taste it but don't swallow don't consume success because then it'll poison you right which in so i i think that's definitely something that a lot of people fall victim to where they they gain success and they consume it too much like they, instead of just allowing it to be something that they they taste and then let go of and detach from in order to not become what he assumes other people think of him as, as not to become that pretentious artist that person that looks down on people because you've gained some success that it success changes you i enjoyed that as well Let's take a little break from the show to promote gift certificates. If you want to purchase artwork for somebody, you have an art lover in your life, and you think they would like my art, but you don't know what painting to get them. I have over 2,000 original pieces of art for sale in my store, along with shirts and prints and other things. So I can understand that being a bit daunting if you're trying to buy something for somebody else. Give them the gift certificate, and then they can go to my website, inspiredisorder.com, and they can buy whatever paintings they want. They can buy whatever prints they want. They can buy T-shirts. They can buy hats. They can buy all the different merch. Gift certificates, which are available currently at inspiredisorder.com. And now let's get back to the show. Very interesting. And then he's also dealing with identity, identity crisis. He's, you know, from Mexico, but he's garnered all this success in America and he's getting an award from the American these the Society of American Journalists very prestigious award and he's like very very much struggles somebody that you know lives in America considers America as home but he's from Mexico and he's like struggling with his identity big aspect of it also something you know that comes up within his family he has two younger kids you're also seeing him struggle with the pain and trauma of losing 
a child uh, very, you know, shortly after the child was born. So a very young baby. And that is probably whenever that aspect comes into this movie, because these these themes and these things kind of float in and out as you're going through this journey. Right. It's like nothing is just sectioned off. It's like, oh, now we're he's, you know, just dealing with the loss of this child. And now he's dealing with like it's just something that kind of flows freely. Everything flows in a way in this movie that can at times feel jarring maybe or like definitely feels disjointed because you don't know where you're at you don't know what's real you don't know what's true like this movie is constantly lying to you like it is it's like you're this movie is like a pathological liar right and as an audience member you're constantly having to filter everything you're seeing through a similar filter you would if you know somebody who's a pathological liar. Everything that person tells you, you have to put through a filter of like what aspect of that is true, what's being embellished, what is not true, what is completely not true. How is the reality of the situation being changed and altered by the person who's saying the thing? And in so many ways, this movie is that type of a you're using that same type of a filter while watching this movie, right? Because everything you're seeing is like an expression, a metaphor, something that's related to or talking about indirectly, talking about something that is bothering or just internally part of this person that makes up this person's like desires, worries, fears, concerns, which is super interesting to see a character's identity and flaws be expressed in in a dreamlike manner. Gorgeous, brilliant, I would say. And I you know, each scene is insane. The baby scenes like I said, every time this this baby shows up, it is like it is probably like the the craziest. It is like the most detached from reality, right? The first scene you okay. So I'm probably gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about specific moments that happen that are just interesting, beautiful, whatever. So I'm gonna be spoiling certain moments. So warning, spoiler warning for that, right? So there's this baby, right? And when you first see it, it's like one of the kind of one of the first scenes after the flying scene, which I enjoyed that. It definitely sets up like right it definitely communicates what to expect. Like it is one of the that flying scene is one of like the most in my opinion, I don't know how common it is for everybody else, but for me it's like, oh, this is this is like straight out of so many dreams that I've had. And when you think you're like awake, when you think the can you're watching grounded reality happening, you realize after a while you realize, oh, this is still dream stuff. This is we're still like in this dream kind of narrative of this film. And you see that with this baby. It's like this woman's giving giving birth, newborn. Right, the clearly a CG baby, but I I would say well done, well done CG baby, and 
there's this moment where the doctor tells uh, tells him or tells the wife it's like oh the baby doesn't want to stay out here baby wants to go back inside and they're like what why and it's like oh it's too fucked up out here and it's like that kind of also like you're seeing the visuals the storytelling dream like and then there's this crazy and then they shove the baby back inside and it's like and then they walk out and there's an umbilical cord like still stringing this woman to the the hospital the the room that she was in delivery room and they end up have to cut this and it's like what it's like it, it shows you it's like okay this is like this is the extremes that we're going to show you of this movie right it's going to be this this peaceful interesting flying moment and then on the complete other side of the spectrum is a newborn baby getting shoved back inside of a woman right and this baby comes back at crazy t- every time this baby shows up it is like it is like the the like the most novel visual thing i've seen in a movie that is in so many other movies like you could see this in a fairly brothers movie and it would be almost that same level of comedy that it it i would say evokes in this movie but in so many ways this movie is like a a work of art i would say that doesn't mind getting into visual comedy in that way and it's dark comedy because it's like the whole meaning behind that that the 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 dream analysis of what that baby represents and why it's showing up in those times is so tragic and like heartbreaking when you find out what is the deal with the baby you know what is what is like so much of this movie you're trying you're you're piecing together what the the handful of truths are right because there are a handful of truths right there's this there's this trauma that happened with this baby right involving this baby there is insecurities this guy has as an artist as somebody who doesn't feel like he deserves like he's constantly thirsts and and desires recognition but every time he gets recognition it, he it's like he rejects it because of this imposter syndrome that he has which is 100% something i deal with and and it is a problem just as it is for him it is a problem it is not something like definitely people on the and i for 100% have the same kind of insecurities that this guy does where it's like i i feel like maybe the fact that i when i do garner praise or success the very few times i do i don't feel it's necessarily earned and i think the way that i react to it is interpreted as like in a way that's not intended like my reaction is different from i think how people intend it 
But at the same time, like his wife tells to him, I might be turning into the thing that I think other people assume I am, right? Which is just crazy. There's also a lot of moments where he's communicating with people without like actually moving his mouth and talking and these characters bring it up like he does it to his wife in a scene he does it to his mom in a scene and i think in a lot of ways that's like also part of insecurities part of somebody that's in their head a lot is that they tend to not communicate things they they sometimes communicate a lot more with out saying things right you can just you people that know you can kind of tell what you're thinking based on just your overall appearance and i think those scenes kind of relate to that being able to communicate without saying anything but the way it's portrayed in this is like telepathy because dream you know so i enjoy that as well so you're constantly asking imagination versus truth right and the title explains handful of truths right and it's like the fall and it's the false chronicles because the dream interpretation of these things that this guy is wrestling with and it's and visually like every it's beautiful beautiful super wide angle gorgeous scenes hilarious dark like painful heart-wrenching warm loving and it touches on all of the different emotions and like i don't i don't know man and it's like a movie that while watching it was like i don't really i don't think i like this movie and then by the end i think it's like okay maybe this might be my favorite in you in urito movie i don't know i i wonder how many movies he's done let me check that real quick which i probably shouldn't be doing mid mid show right because because uh let's see producer produced a bunch of stuff writer why is this why is imdb all weird right now director director uh bardot uh music video short the revenant birdman uh beautiful i don't know if that's a full length babble 21 grams amoros peros so maybe there's if as long as there's five maybe i'll do a top five of inurito which i released top five episodes on sunday so maybe i'll do that coming up because i would love to watch all of his movies in succession and the one thing i love about doing top five is visiting films by a director or in a franchise and mostly by a director and getting the vibe getting like understanding how this director likes to communicate his stories tell his stories or her stories and when you get in their vibe and you you know you watch and you see it is so much more beneficial especially appreciating the work they do when you're not 
you know when it's not in the mix of like all these other different forms of storytelling and and styles of storytelling right so i would love to and see where this actually shows up because i you know i would say maybe the revenant might be my favorite of his if i had to just based on memory but i would say this this could be even more so than the revenant the revenant more traditional story structure obviously but knowing where this going and and watching it again and being able to appreciate the visuals a lot more because i don't necessarily have to you know pay as much attention to the subtitles gorgeous and like so many of the themes i relate to the dreamlike nature of it i love right just i don't think i've seen there's definitely movies that do similar things but not to this extent not in this way where it's like just one of the most confident films to try something so original i would say and to tell like a story in this style that i think would put a lot of people off right and i don't know if the ending would be as impactful to other people as it was for me right if you if you're watching this movie and these themes that you're seeing that this guy is struggling with throughout this movie if they don't necessarily hit with you then i think once you understand the entire f reasoning for everything it may not be worth it but i don't know man for me it it was insanely insanely good and like so surprising so surprising Let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of Inspired Disorder Plus. So you go inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Sign up. $5 a month. You get to binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free. You get to watch all of the live painting videos I do. You get a special members-only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that I sell. You also get the complete podcast back catalog of every podcast I've ever produced. Hundreds of episodes countless different podcasts you also get access to my personal blog a new blog comes out every week in addition to that you get my creative writing that i'm releasing you also get access to asking me anything 14 years of experience podcasting i've been creating art my entire life i've been using photoshop since middle school and you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else so those are the benefits for signing up for inspired disorder plus and now let's get back to the show and like watching this movie like there's so many times where i'll be watching a movie that i would be i would consider bad and i wouldn't consider this one bad i just would would have while watching this considered a huge swing that didn't hit until that ending and there's so many movies where i'm watching it and i'm not liking the experience watching the movie and i'm hopeful that there will be something at the end that makes it all work which sometimes does happen and sometimes it's not enough like there's movies that clearly come together at the end but the experience getting there was not worth it i would say the experience getting to the explanation is just amazing it's just like it, you're floating through these different dreams throughout these things and just so interesting visual things that are happening that like 
one of the things, that, another reason why I think this would probably reward repeat viewing is there's so many interesting things that happen that I don't know how they fit. I don't know what he's trying to say necessarily, right? Like, and same thing with dreams. There's crazy things that happen in dreams. And a lot of the times you can kind of understand and kind of make draw meaning from certain things of a dream, but not everything in a dream, right? There'll be random things that'll happen in a dream that just don't make any sense. I have no idea why that was in my dream. And while watching this, there's definitely moments, but I feel like they are intentional in this movie. I don't feel like they're just random things to be random. I think they all make sense. And because of the nature of the storytelling, that dreamlike like nature and style, I think it's easy to miss all of the different connective tissue. And I think a lot of it is probably due to his one of the themes being his uh, his Mexican identity. There's things that are clearly referenced to Mexican history and and different things that I'm just would would I would place at the fault of my ignorance more than not following what's going on. So I don't know. I I really absolutely love this movie it, it's insanely good i i'm going to be doing my top move top five movies of the year and i don't know where this will end up i don't think it'll be number one just because there's other amazing films that i've seen that i also enjoyed watching all the way through like they didn't require me to find understanding at the end of the movie uh, despite how there's definitely complex movies that I've seen, like everything everywhere at all at once in many ways can be similar to this. Although the explanation for why things are so weird in that movie are explained as you're on the ride where this one, you have to just understand you. I mean, I didn't know, but you will only understand like the answer key will show up at the end of this movie that will allow you to draw way more understanding from the entire film you had just seen uh, versus something like everything everywhere all at once where, it, you know, you're on this ride and you kind of know despite how crazy that one is. Um, but just beautiful. It's like, I don't know, man, some of the most creative movies this year, like so immensely artistic and creative, whether it's, Bardot, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Athena, like just these movies that are taking huge swings and I think really succeeding and showing what these artists can really do with storytelling and the the medium of, of movies. And uh, I, I appreciate that a lot. Um, let's see if there's anything I missed. Uh, Living the Dream artistic relevance uh i guess i could talk about the end so spoiler 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 right this the i want to talk about the moment where everything gets put together right that answer key when the the reveal happens that makes that lets everything make sense so 
I would highly recommend not listening to anymore. Come back after you've watched this movie, right? Because it, it, I mean, even knowing, I wouldn't have liked knowing going in. I liked the confusion of just taking part in this dream as everything's happening and just like, I think the confusion is a, a feature, not a bug. So spoilers for what I'm about to talk about because it's a twist, it is a defining moment, and it is at the end of this movie. So you've been warned. The way, like, so you've seen all these crazy scenes Right, one of them, he's like on a metro, and he's got these like a, ba a plastic bag of fish, you know, water and fish, not like fish, but they're like uh, newts or something, right? Underwater lizards. I don't know what the actual name of the animal is. And he's on a metro, and all of a sudden, the bag spills but all of a sudden the bottom of the train is full of water and there's these newts everywhere and he's like scrambling through the this water on the the metro and then all of a sudden he's at home and it's a top-down view of like almost like a dollhouse version of the house as he's looking for these newts but what how you what everything he's so He's taking the metro in L.A. because he had a conversation with his daughter that about, you know, like he, he, he lives kind of a privileged life. They have money. He's never taken public transportation. And she's like kind of roasting him about it. So he decides to take the train in L.A. and goes to get these newts, which his son also told him a story about how he had these things and they died when he was a kid. And he, he thought he didn't know what happened and ended up they you know putting him like he was ashamed he put him in a box under his bed they started to smell so he put him in the freezer and then one night his mom made dinner and she made fish and throughout the whole meal he was worried that she had accidentally cooked his dead fish right so he tells his dad this story which is you know you know also showing the relationship he has with his kids so he goes to go take the train, two birds, one stone, I'm going to take the train and go get my son some fish, and I'll be able to tell my daughter I finally took this train. While he's on the train, has like a stroke or an aneurysm, drops these fish, and you're, see like you're seeing this scene again from the beginning of the movie, and you see what happens, and then you see that now he's in a hospital, and everything makes sense. The, from the news that's on the TV, which was in part of his brain while he was like he had this entire movie has been his dreams while he's in a coma from having a stroke or whatever it was. An embolism. I don't know exactly what he what happened to him, but he's in a coma. So you've been experiencing him. him you have been in his dreams, but not while while he's in a coma. And you're seeing all of the things that he has concerns about and worries about through the filter of a dream. And that is why there are truths to what you've been watching, but they've been expressed in a like in these quote unquote false chronicles, right? These 
these metaphorical, stylized dreams that he's been having. Which recontextualizes everything. And, like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, so this is what it is. Because, like, you don't know. It's like, okay, maybe he's sleeping. And you think there's, like, these scenes come up. And it's like, oh, no, he's awake. So now we're, like, because it seems like he's waking up in from these dreams. But you realize, no, all of the times throughout this movie, I would think that, oh, this is reality. This is, and because he kind of references the dream as it was a dream but he's still in the dream so amazing when you see see that uh and just it, it just like it blew my mind it's perfect completely makes sense always oh, it makes complete like that's how you would tell a story of somebody grappling with all of these different things while in a dream and it's such a long dream that it is explained because he's in a coma. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, absolutely beautiful. Beautifully confusing. Right? It, disturbing at times with the baby. But even how that baby, when they let the baby go in the ocean, kind of beautiful and cathartic. Right? The family kind of letting go, finally, of this, this trauma that happened which is very heartbreaking, uh, but also discussing and dealing with dreams, not only as the, the literal form of dreams, but also aspirations and goals you may have artistically, those types of dreams, also your fears, also your regrets, all of these things wrapped into one. I absolutely love this movie, uh, and I, could, I, could, I know people won't, but I do. So anyway, I would recommend it. I mean, it's it's a, a masterpiece, I would say. Insane, insane, a masterpiece. Uh, Bardot, false chronicle of a handful of truths. It is on Netflix. I would watch it. I would recommend you do the same. And let me know what you thought of the movie. Uh, I, I completely understand if people watched it and didn't like it, but I absolutely loved it. So check it out. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.